Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from, oh gosh, we have a few days to cover. Um, Friday, January 29th through today, February 1st of 2021. So I want to apologize for missing Saturday. Um, I actually got like sick on Friday. Um, so Friday morning, or it really started while I was recording on Thursday. Um, I just started not feeling super great. I was having a hard time breathing. Um, I was coughing a ton. And so Friday morning I woke up and I started, I felt even worse. Um, so because of the nature of the world we're living in, I went into quarantine, got myself COVID tested. I'm totally fine. I don't have COVID. I just had like a knock you on your butt, head and chest cold. Um, I'm feeling a little bit better. I'm back to like functional at least. Um, Friday, Saturday, and a lot of yesterday, I was laying in on my couch. Um, I just did not feel good for days. Um, But I rested. I did what I needed to do. And now I am back to normal-ish. Um, I might have to take a couple breaks here and there to cough. Um, I haven't coughed much today, which is really awesome because it hurts to cough that much. Um, so I should be okay. But in case I am not, um, if you hear like really strange edits or something, it's because I started having a coughing fit and had to cut that. Um, but for the most part, I think I'm back to normal. So, sorry about that, but life happens, and when you're a one-woman show, sometimes when you're sick, things just don't get done. Um, Tell that to me and my house right now. I got a little bit cleaned up today, but, like, it was rough. It was a rough couple days. Um, But, like I said, back to normal today, February 1st, new start. Um, We are going to switch up our podcast recording um, not schedule or anything like that. That stays the same. Um, but the way I record, I am going to change. So I mentioned early on this year that I wanted to like switch it up, um, and spend more time talking about like the countries down at the bottom of my list more. Um, and that way, you know, just kind of a change up. Um, so I'll do this for February. I won't do it every other month by any means. Um, I may only do it, you know, once this year, but just like a nice little change up. So we are going to get started today with the Swedish royal family instead of the Belgian. So let's go on to Sweden. The only problem with starting from the bottom and working our way up is that the way like my recording template and everything is set up is all alphabetical. So things take a little bit longer. Like it takes me a little bit. I have to go to the end of my pre-recorded stings 
uh, and bring them back in, but that's okay. Um, so we are starting with the Swedish royal family today. Um, and like I said, we are covering Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So we're going to start on January 29th, which was Friday. Um, and so this actually happened on Thursday, but it wasn't scheduled and they didn't talk about it until Friday. Um, and that is that Crown Princess Victoria sent a video message to the Swedish Environmental Protection Agency talking about the rights of public access in terms of like their access to Swedish nature. So a lot of the people on this video or on this like conference, digital conference type of thing, um, were like nature guides and nature educators, like people who work in like in the states, you know, in like the national parks and do um, kind of like the tourism y stuff around na national parks and um, all of that. So kind of like that, um, just obviously in, in Sweden. And so Sweden is also a very diverse in terms of landscape. Um, they have lots of different things that their geography allows them to have. Like there is ocean and beautiful wild forest, just like gorgeousness. Um, and so this speech that Victoria gave was all focused on, um, like the, the fact that everyone should get to enjoy this beauty. Um, and then she talked about too, in her speech, the, so she did before I did the, before I started this podcast, she did these like nature walks. Um, I think it was kind of like in celebration of her 40th birthday. It took like two years and she would do maybe like one or two a month, um, give or take. And she, um, she talked a lot about those and how like all the diverse landscapes that she saw during that time. Um, and also like it just made some of Sweden's natural state available to the public in a way that it really never had been. Um, and so like she talked about that and how, um, she really enjoyed that and seeing all that Sweden had to offer. Um, so that was the first event and that was on Friday. Um, also on Friday, Crown Princess Victoria participated in a digital meeting with represent representatives of the organization Water Aid, which is an organization providing clean water to um, developing countries. And during this call, they were obviously talking about like the main goal of Water Aid, as well as how um, water aid and its work has been affected by the pandemic as you know everything in the world has been so that was all friday's stuff um saturday there was nothing and then sunday so this is just like super cute um on sunday was the world handball like championship world handball cup championship okay I'm not exactly sure what it's called I do know that handball has like 
I'm a per- I don't like sports. I don't like really any sport. Um, I kind of like American football, but not really. Um, I think I only like it for like its community aspect, but um, I, I have a deep detest for European football or American soccer. Um, I I like some sport. I like volleyball. Um, I like I don't mind baseball, um, but like handball is <laughs> it's soccer or or European football with. Out the feet. I mean, it's literally the same game, just with using your hands instead of your feet. It's the exact same. But I love handball for some reason. I think it's because it's like not an American thing, which makes me like it. Um, like I like rugby more than I like American football, just because it's not American. Um, so that helps. But then. Um, I don't know. It's just like a really cool sport. Anyway, um, so this was the men's championship game and it was Sweden versus Denmark. And right before the game started, um, both the Swedish royal household and the Danish royal household released photos of uh, Crown Princess Victoria and Crown Prince Frederick, respectively, talking to each other on the phone with like they're like it was just a picture of them talking on the phone like crown princess victoria had her entire family um with her so prince daniel princess estelle and prince oscar were all in the photo too and then it was just frederick all kind of by himself um but it was just like this perfect connected moment that you don't get a lot so it was just really lovely to see that um so Unfortunately, the Swedes came in second, um, so they did not win the match. Um, But I did watch, so I watched probably like half of the first period, first half, and then I, I started watching the second half, but I didn't finish it. I caught the end of it. It was on, but like I wasn't paying a lot of attention. Um... So the Danes came home victorious, but it was just like a really cute, like connected moment. Um, So that's what was going on on Sunday, the 31st. And then there was nothing today. So with that, we are going to go ahead and move on to Spain. Moving on to Spain. Let me just say, I've obviously only been doing this for like 11 minutes, but I kind of like the switcheroo. It's kind of nice. I enjoy being able to like talk more about Sweden at the beginning. I just have to like, I don't know. I just enjoy it. It, it was great. Okay. So moving on to Spain on Friday, my favorite event of the current 
royal households um, because we can't have like state dinners or state visits or really anything good at the moment because of COVID um, has become or always was. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, it definitely has been through the length of this podcast, but like, I don't know if that would have changed had things been a little bit more quote unquote normal in 2020. Um, but it is when new ambassadors present their credentials. I think I just love it because it's a ceremony that goes back to like the 18th century and it remains relatively unchanged. Like it's just so historic and so pomp and circumstancy. Like I just love that. Um, and I talk about this every time, but like every time it just makes me so happy. Um, so on Friday, the 29th, King Felipe received new ambassadors from Monaco, Latvia, Honduras, Cyprus, Uruguay, Ghana, and Guinea-Bissau. So that was Friday. Um, again, just like in general, kind of my favorite ceremony, um, because there aren't, like, there aren't pomp and circumstancy things right now. There just aren't. Um, you know, I did, and I'm, I'll talk about this a little bit more in the British royal family, but it, it does seem like the British royal family is starting to plan for things to come back to normal. Um, I'm kind of watching, like, the rest of this month and into next month for the Spanish royal family um, to see if their year is going to be more typical than previous than 2020 was um but we'll see you know it's an ever-changing world and an ever-changing pandemic and it's just impossible to keep up with to be completely honest so that was all on friday um and then saturday king felipe actually celebrated his 53rd birthday nothing really spectacular happens with the Spanish royal family when they're celebrating birthdays. Um, you know, Felipe celebrates the bigger ones in public, like 50th. He did a ton of different stuff. Um, sometimes they'll be spotted having dinner or something out in Madrid, but like that hasn't happened, especially this year. Um, so there really just wasn't anything to talk about, but he turned 53, which was, you know, great. Um, happy birthday to him. And then we go into Sunday. So we're going back to handball. So really this has nothing to do with the royal family. I just wanted to mention that the top three, so gold, silver, and bronze, were all in monarchies that I talk about every day. So Sweden and Denmark obviously played for um, silver and gold respectively, but Spain won bronze during that, um, world handball cup thing, um, competition. And so the royal household did tweet about it. So it makes it royal adjacent. Um, I didn't watch that game, but it was between, uh, Spain and France and, um, Spain won, which gave them the bronze, which was awesome. Um, so that brings us into today on Monday, where King Felipe held another series of audiences at um, the palace. So first, he held an audience with the new class of state auditors. These are obviously the people kind of in charge of the country's finances. I mean, like kind of the day-to-day -day work, like the career 
auditors. Um, next, he held an audience with representatives. I found this one to be like the oddball of the bunch, um, but he held an audience with representatives of the Public Affairs Consultancy Group, Llorante uh, and Cuenca, for their the celebration of their 25th anniversary um, of being in business. I just found that to be, like, interesting. Um, and then finally, King Felipe held an audience with representatives from the General Council of the Association of Spanish Administrative Managers. Yep. So, lots of boring audiences today, but, like, those definitely serve a purpose, especially for the people in them. Um, you know, for a state auditor, or I think last week it was, like... Um, I can't remember what was sworn in, but like sometimes the new career diplomats will get sworn in. They definitely do by the king. Like it's just a thing that happens in especially Spain's monarchy. Like King Felipe is very much a part of like the day-to-day actions. Um, Not really. That's not the best way to phrase that, but like it's a ceremonial thing that is really important to the people, maybe, who work in these positions. Um, you know, they swear to uphold the Constitution, which, of course, is a, a new constitution. It's a constitution for a constitutional monarchy that is new, um, so the monarch has a big role to play in all of that. Um, and plus, like... Unless you're staunchly anti-monarchy and or, you know, Republican, which is, if you, if you don't know and I say that, in, the, in Europe, especially in monarchies, that means something very different than it does here. Um, a Republican is someone who's anti-monarchy, which, like, at the core is how this American Republican Party started, but, like, has it strayed. Um, but, like, when I say Republican, I don't mean American Republican. Typically, the people who are anti-monarchy um, and or, you know, quote-unquote Republicans in other countries are very, very liberal. So, when I say things like Republican, I don't mean American Republicans unless I'm talking about American politics, which I do, but not all that often. I just wanted to preface that. Um, so, but anyway, what I mean is even for those people, like it means a lot to just be sworn in or to have like a face to face with the King. Okay. So that was Spain over the past four days. Um, and now we are going to go ahead and move on to Norway. Norway, uh, Friday and Saturday were just big news, like not big news days, but news days. Um, so first on Friday, uh, Crown Prince Regent Akun, uh, held the weekly council of state meeting. 
Um, and then it was announced, so this is the newsy part of Friday, um, that King Harold would be having surgery on Saturday morning for an injured tendon in his right knee um, and will continue to be on sick leave until February 14th. So this comes after the announcement on Thursday that he was on sick leave um, due to some pain in his leg. Um, that was obviously an injured tendon and he had surgery on Saturday. So on Saturday, the announcement was made that the surgery was a success and that King Harold was doing well. Okay. So best of luck to him with this knee recovery. Um, it's just been a rough year now for Norway over a year. Um, okay. On Sunday, there was nothing. And then today, um, so serving in the Regency, Crown Prince Akron held an audience with the chief of the home guard. Um, so this is something that was on King Harald's schedule, but of course now is on Akun's as he is serving as regent. Um, and for those who are new, a regency, so regencies are not, sometimes they're announced, but not always. Um, in Norway, they are pretty much always announced. In Denmark, they're almost always announced. Um, but it basically means that the current monarch is not able to do his job, his or her job, um, whether because they're out of the country, they're sick, on leave, um, they're on like a private vacation and just don't really want to do their job at the moment, um, they will put in place a regency, uh, which in Norway's case almost, I think, always goes to Akun. I don't think it's ever gone to anyone else. Um, in Denmark, it can go to a few different people. Um, it most frequently will go to Crown Prince Frederick in Denmark, um, but sometimes Queen Margaretha's sister will take it. Crown Princess Mary has a, uh, is able to be serving as regent, um, so it it's more expansive there. Um, I think in the UK, it's like the first six in line can be can serve as regent. So I think it's all of Queen Elizabeth. It's I think what it is, it, and they all have to be adults, obviously. But I think it's all of Queen Elizabeth's children, and then William and Harry. I think, um, but that could be wrong. And then those are kind of the only ones where it's like super obvious. Um, there aren't a lot of regencies done in Belgium because they don't have an adult um, heir. Well, now they do, but they didn't up until, you know, a year and a half ago. Um, in Spain, definitely there's no option for regency. Um, and I don't know about the Netherlands or Sweden. Sweden never announces it, to my knowledge. But anyway, um, so... That's what a regency is in a nutshell. So that was um, what was on King Harald's agenda that Akun took over. And then um, also today, Akun held like a digital visit to a ship where he went up on uh, where he went to sea on a sea voyage. Um, so he met seafarers on board and was able to talk about all of the experiences they have had during the pandemic. Um, 
So I don't remember where I saw this. I think it was just like the translation of the Facebook caption or something. But, you know, people who work on a boat can't stay, can't work from home. Like they have to work from their ship. So COVID restrictions are a lot different in places like that. So that was something that Akun was uh, talking about a little bit more. Um, and really that is what was going on. Um, so that's the weekend in the Netherlands. It was a lot of news and a lot of, um, changing of the schedule a little bit. And so for the next two weeks, we'll talk about Crown Prince Regent Akun. Um, and it'll be, it's happened before. So we'll keep getting used to it. Um, okay. We are, so we're going to go ahead and skip the Netherlands. So the only thing that there was, was on Friday, um, King Willem Alexander held a circle of commissioners meeting where he met with, um, three of the commissioners, um, from three different provinces in the Netherlands, but they don't release any of that information. So there's not really a lot to talk about. Um, and then Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, there was really nothing. So that's what was going on there. And now we are going to go ahead and move on to Denmark. In Denmark, there was really not an event, but like I wanted to talk a little bit more about this um, handball thing. Um, so Denmark is apparently the reigning champion, so they were defending their title. Um, obviously, they did that successfully, as we learned from talking about Sweden just a minute ago. Um, however, right after the game, shortly after the game, um, Crown Prince Frederick went ahead and did a like FaceTime call or Zoom call or something into the locker room and just congratulated them on their win, um, which is just, like, awesome. It was just, like, a taste of what normal could be, um, or, like, what a new normal could be like while we're all waiting to be vaccinated and, um, you know, the EU works out their drama with vaccinations. We work out our lack of vaccinations, um, and we can just really, like, you know, I liked, like I said, I'm not a sports person by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I, I go for some Olympics, but like, I don't think I watch the Olympics because of the sport. I think I watch it because it's like the whole world is literally coming together. So I like doing that. Um, but like, this was just like, I like handball. It's a nerdy sport to watch for me like it's not an American sport I don't I think it might exist but like <laughs> not on the mainstream um so I just like I like watching it um but it felt kind of great like I don't like I said I don't like sports but it was like kind of awesome to watch this sport take place um so that was just, like, a really cool kind of thing. Um, 
So I really enjoyed that. But, and then like Frederick dialing into the locker room, like my presumption is that he probably would have been there. Um, maybe, I mean, maybe not, but like, I'm fairly certain that Crown Princess Mary has gone to a handball competition. Um, I'm pretty sure she went with King, like it was held in Spain and King Felipe was there too, I think. Um, like it's a potential thing, but like, obviously you can't cause there was no audience. Um, there were no spectators, which was oddly amazing. Like I kind of liked it. I could just focus without listening to cheering. Um, so that was kind of cool, but like, it just felt like a, a new way to do something very conventional is what I liked about it. So that's like my little rant on handball. Um, you, I'm pretty sure you can find the games online now, or at least highlights, and you can learn what handball is if you're not familiar. It's just, like, a really cool, different sport, especially if you're American and you only really think, like, of football, baseball, and basketball as sports. Like, this is just a really, in soccer, if you're American, yes, I know, we call it soccer. I know. Um, but, like, it's just, like, an additional sport that's kind of cool. Um, so that's what was going on in Denmark, and now we are going to go ahead and skip to Belgium, because amazingly, there has not been anything on the court circular for four days. Um, I just checked today, and there was nothing there, so we're just going to move right on to Belgium now, so let's go. We are finishing off in a weird change of events. I'm, I like this though. I won't do it forever, but like, I like the fact that I'm going to be doing this for this month. Um, starting in, or starting in Sweden and ending in Belgium. I like it. Um, okay. So on Friday, King Philippe and Queen Mathilde. Oh, okay. That's right. (laughs) Literally forgot. (laughs) Friday was a long time ago, and I was very sick on Friday. Like, very sick. Okay. Um, so, on Friday, it was shared that King Philippe and Queen Mathilde had both been taking part in World Economic Forum panels. Um, so, tip- they do typically go to Davos for the World Economic Forum, um, like, annually. They don't participate in panels, Um, like they don't share, but they do go and observe, um, different discussions and different panels and different keynotes. Um, and so that was what happened, you know, for this year as well. Um, so it looks like Philippe took part in a panel, um, about the green transition of Europe. Um, and Mathilde took part in what I think are several panels. Um, so recovery of the social enterprise post covid Um, really focused on, like, how we recover socially after all of this, Um, because I think that change is going to be, like, none of us are really thinking about it yet, but I think 
it's gonna be an interesting adjustment to a post-COVID world for social institutions and stuff like that. Um, and then, uh, she took part in one about vaccination, uh, one about food systems, geopolitics, and then an one about the sustainable growth on the African continent. So that um, was kind of their their week, um, was really spent doing this Davos stuff behind the scenes, um, which speaks to like how much we don't see behind the scenes. So I think if we have r- rational thought, we know that these people are not just like showing up at engagements and then like they're done for the day. Um, they do a lot of work behind the scenes, learning about their charities and things that they support, um, their different initiatives. If they have foundations, they're in meetings with their foundation that bears their name frequently. Um, things like that happen behind the scenes. Davos is typically a public event, um, but because of COVID this year, like we don't know which royals for sure participated. Um, we know the ones who announced, but like more could have been on sitting in and watching panels just like you or I could this year. Um, So again, just like behind the scenes work happens a lot. Um, So that was all on Friday, on Saturday and Sunday. There were no events. And then today, uh, King Philippe just held his regular weekly audience with the prime minister. So that's really what was going on. That is the weekend, the four-day weekend in review for the royal families. Um, Again, I apologize for missing Friday. We're going to try and do five episodes this week, um, Tuesday through Saturday. Hopefully I don't get sick anymore. Hopefully that's done and over. Um, And yeah, we'll just keep going. Um, it does look like it could be a potentially busy week. Um, but not completely sure yet if it will be or not. So with all of that, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. Please be sure to like and review this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Um, and then follow the Daily Royal on Instagram. And you can also check out the dailyroyal.com where I post pictures. And if there are videos, videos of the events, of each day. So I will talk to you all tomorrow, but until then, have a great rest of your day. Bye.